0: Well, Ulysses, the Tampa Bay Rays somewhat salvaged the three-game series against the Chicago Cubs with a nail-biting victory on Wednesday afternoon.
1: It has been an odd series against the Cubbies. May is done, so we're going to talk about May. And we also have a little voice memo mailbag, so let's get started right now.
0: You are locked on Rays. Your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast,
1: part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano.
0: And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. We're also on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us or send us a voice memo to that email, lockedonrays at gmail.com. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays take down the Chicago Cubs in the third game of the three game series by a very close score of four to three. It took them five innings to get their first hit, but they somehow, some way, some fashion, pulled out the victory there. And I might add, for all the doom and gloomers that are out there, the Rays are the first team in the big leagues to 40 wins. They accomplished that yesterday. So hopefully a nice little comeuppance for the off day that they have before beginning the weekend series versus the Red Sox,
1: yeah, definitely good to see that the the boys uh, have kept their longest losing streak to two, which is impressive, uh, and 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 they were able to salvage that third game uh, on the on the backs of of two run bombs by Brendan Lau and Jose Siri. It was it was an exciting game, a little bit too much. Edge of my seat for an afternoon game. Um, can we get rid
0: of afternoon midweek games? By the way, nobody can watch those. Like they're just punting the viewership in the interest because by the time the game is over, people are essentially still at work or just getting <laughs> off work. Yeah, and yeah. you know, going through their commute. Like it's a wasted day. I understand it on a more so a Thursday or definitely the weekend, but a holiday. Holiday's uh, yeah, fine. holiday's fine. I can get on board with that, but we got to get, we got to do something about these midweek day games. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, Quite
1: it's rough. And then when it comes to game time, 6 40, 7 p.m., you're like, what do I do? And you're like, oh, I don't have any baseball. What do I do? I, identity crisis. Um, but no, it's it was uh, definitely an odd series, man, because uh, I know we haven't had a chance to talk together about this cup series. Mm-hmm. First game, Strowman just, You got to tip your cap. I'm sorry. He was awesome. He looked awesome. He looked like a guy that if the Cubs are not in contention, is going to be one of the top three starting pitchers that could get a hole to be traded because he has an opt-out this year. So if the Cubs are smart and if Stroman is dealing like that, yeah, you can get a a lot of uh, pretty prospects back. So that's how he pitched. He pitched like a guy that that a lot of contending teams would really love to have. Um, Uh,
0: No, absolutely. That'd be great for sure. And uh, what's crazy about this series is that it took the fifth inning of game three for the Rays to get their first extra base hit (laughs) of this series. And thankfully, thankfully, (laughs) maybe this is all the boost that Brandon Lau needs a hanging breaking ball that he lets fly for a home run. So hopefully that gives him a little bit of confidence going forward because he certainly needs it uh, offensively and defensively, I presume. And uh, that mailbag question that we have, we'll get to later. And then of course, like you mentioned, Ulysses, Jose series, uh, Jose Siri coming in uh clutch with the home run there. Um, do want to touch on the uh, pitching staff. Um, Zach Eflin, he's Mr. At-Least-Six-Innings. He has one of the longest yeah. streaks of pitching at least six innings. I believe it's Logan Webb, who has nine consecutive outings of that nature, followed by Aaron Nola with eight, and then Zach Eflin with six, I believe. So money well spent for the Rays. And by my calculation, I believe he had a quality start and then the bullpen yes Pochet Adam Kelly beaks putting zeros on the board which is much needed for that bullpen
1: the the bullpen this series was um, better than we have seen in the past still the the walks kind of were a little bit high uh, but no runs which is ultimately the big picture right are you allowing yep. any runs you're not giving yourself any leeway or you're definitely not giving yourself a margin of error. A large margin of error if you have traffic on the bases. Uh, but, you know, again, big picture. Focus on the big picture. Did they, they get the outs? They got the outs. They got the win. Um, it, it was a rough th- It was a rough time there <laughs> with the bases loaded um, and, and trying to, to, to get uh, Jan Gomes out. Uh, man, I really, when it, that ball came off the bat, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was definitely holding it in. Because uh, it looked like a bases-clearing walk-off uh, hit. And then that would have made it that the, both Chicago teams would have walked right. off yeah. uh, the, the, the race. So, again, focus on the big picture. They won the third game. That second game with Bradley, man, Tosh is definitely exceeding expectations uh, right now. That's why I you don't take AAA stats to court. Don't do it. Don't do it. You don't know what the 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 front office has told Taj to focus on. Uh, You don't know what he's going through mentally uh, to to be, you know, to feel like, oh, I'm doing my job in MLB. I'm, I'm doing it. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, we need you to go down like. He's a human being like I think we do a a good job in this podcast to stress that these guys are not numbers on a spreadsheet. They're human beings. They have emotions. They have feelings. That's why I love when we have prospects on the show. We try to get to know them as a baseball player, but also as a person like who are they? What makes them tick? What do they like outside of, of being a baseball player so that the listener, the fan can kind of. Before they get angry and they go all Mark Topkin reply guy on Twitter, mm-hmm. they look back and think, well, you know, this guy could have something in his own personal life that he he might be struggling with right now.
0: Yeah, and not to say this is the case with Taj Bradley, but um, some guys when they get sent back down to AAA, it's a case of I don't need to be here. I'm better off somewhere else. This is beneath me, and I'm just going to bide my time and kind of have that retired-on-duty approach just go through (laughs) the motions. Or sometimes, again, not saying that's the case with Taj, um, but that's certainly the case with others. Or sometimes it's a guy that – a prospect that hasn't yet had that call-up yet, that hasn't had that first opportunity in the bigs because of service time manipulation or they're blocked by another player at the big leagues – And it's just they've kind of um, hit their ceiling in AAA. It's like there's nothing else I can really do to showcase myself. I'm just—I think that might have been the case with not—I don't O'Neill Cruz before he got called up to the Pirates. Like his Mm. numbers were relatively pedestrian, and that could be the case a lot of times. uh, Yeah, or sometimes with uh, with these guys as well.
1: Well, that's that's exactly that. That's just like um, not to put names, but I like the 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 comparisons are maybe like you know so so people can understand what you're what we're trying to say uh but it, it's tough you know it, it yeah. must be tough knowing that hey I'm being blocked again yet again you know Jonathan Aranda, like I've done nothing but rake this year you look yeah. at his stats they're they're good they're good stats he has an over 800 ops i think uh the, the his average is over 260 now but the problem is is that he's always been like a 300, 900 OPS guy. So yeah. it's like, oh man, he has a down year. Like, no, it's a good year. It's just not well, as good as what he has had in the past. If, so. if they've
0: if if I mean Jonathan Aranda, you probably are gonna keep waiting in the minor leagues because if we've learned anything about the Rays and some of the depth that they've had, I mean it took even Jake Cronenworth, it hit, he was hitting 370, 375 in AAA. He still didn't get that opportunity with the race. So yeah. um, that could be uh, something to watch out going forward as well. Uh, we have more to discuss, but first, Ulysses, we have to tell the audience about something very important.
1: Yes, yes, we do. Of course that we do. Uh, look, we all know that it can be stressful when we want to buy some tickets, right? Either to a concert or a let's say a baseball game or i don't know where what what's the last event that you went to kevin last event that i went to
0: oh man it's been a while was it a race game that. my fiance went to a
1: concert went to a okay. blink 182
0: concert so that
1: might perfect. fit in
0: swimmingly with game time
1: perfect 90s kid blink 182 this is perfect i bet there are a lot of 90s kids and non 90s kids that like like yes. blink 182 well I bet that Game Time would be the place for the last minute ticket deals like the Blink 182 concert. You can forget about planning months in advance. If you're a procrastinator, this is a great app for you because Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Uh, they also have a Game Time guarantee that means that you will always get the best price. It is the fastest growing ticketing app. In the country for a reason. So today you get those tickets without the stress using GameTime. Download the Game Time app and create an account and use code locked on MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms will apply again. Create an account and redeem code locked on MLB for twenty dollars off. Twenty dollars off. Who's going to say no to free money? I'm not. Kevin's not. You shouldn't either. So download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, It seems like there's a lot
0: of negativity on social media regarding the Rays. Again, they're in the driver's seat here. They just wrapped up the month of May, and we talked about how difficult the slate from the competition to the travel scenarios would be. They finished May, according to baseball reference, 17 and twelve. No, it wasn't as good as April 22 and 6, but 17 and 12 in Major League Baseball is pretty dang good. Um, that's a 586 winning percentage. You extrapolate that across 162, you're on pace to win 95 games. They had a 95 win month for May when you consider that what they had a 10 game road trip and against hardy competition, you're facing the Brewers, the Yankees, the Dodgers. All these other teams, and uh, am I wrong here? Have they not won their last three series before the Cubs?
1: Yeah, and and they had a terrific homestand, exactly with the Brewers, the Blue Jays, and the Dodgers. It was a tough Cubs series, but again, you're playing at different times, like you know, uh, one at one two o'clock, one at one o'clock, the other one at Peacock was eleven thirty, then a four o'clock Saturday game, a six p.m. Friday game, like. There's been no way to create a routine whatsoever on back to back days for this team. And I know that people are like, oh, that shouldn't matter. They're ball players. Like, well, I'd like to see you do your job once starting at 11, the other one at 7 a.m., and then the one at 4 p.m. Like, it would be tough.
0: Yeah. It would be I've tough. I've kind of done
1: that before, and it's not easy. No. It's not great. It's not great. So, uh, having said that, I love that um, perspective yes we all came into May saying oh if they can just play 500 I'll be I'll be happy well they went five right. over 17 and 12 that's a 95 win type month I love that you put that in perspective uh 17 and 12 uh, 17 and 12. look they played 16 straight games just now they are t- they're tired as yeah. you know what um and, and they still came out and got that W yesterday when I looked at a couple of things Mark Topkin said on his uh, Rays Ramblings, I think. Is it Rays Ramblings? Rays Rumblings, yeah. Rumblings, okay. Well, close enough. Part of his Rays
0: Tales uh, feature on Sundays, I believe.
1: Yeah, he said the the Rays swiped two bases uh, last night or last afternoon. Um, They extended their team record streak of consecutive steals to 20... five they've stolen 25 bags in a row without getting caught if you didn't hear that in the yeah. back as a team that is ridiculous if Kevin if I it if Josh Lowe goes 25 for 25. We would be like, oh, my goodness, this guy's the next Ricky Henderson. If Taylor Walsh would be going 25 for 25, we'd be like, oh, my God, this guy's unlocked something incredible. One player we would be so ecstatic about. This is the whole freaking team. This is the whole team. That's yeah. that's impressive, man. And they lead the majors in home runs and stolen bases. This team can do anything and everything. It's it's, it's incredible.
0: Yes, it it really is, especially when you compare it to the uh, abomination that was the team's base running last year, and mm. all the issues that they had. Wolf. Um, it's totally night and day, totally 180 degree turn, and you hope that it continues for the Rays as well. Uh, I know we're not going to have time to get into it, but just something to focus on and marinate on for a little bit is uh, I see reports and news about uh, all-star selections all-star voting yeah uh, up in the fold so really curious to see what the best team the best the team with the best record in baseball what they pull out with uh come the all-star break and the all-star game there could be some tough decisions and might have a little uh, fun with that um Ooh. later on over the course of uh this
1: podcast you know what we should do to make it difficult on Locked On Race uh, listeners and 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 I have an it? idea. Is it the same? Like make them kind of like King Solomon? Like choose your baby? Yeah. My my initial
0: idea was
1: you get to pick three out of four. Those three all stars. Exactly. Pick three, but the thing is, like, we got to give them the four. Of course, Yandy, Wander, Randy, Josh Low. Get get rid of one.
0: Yeah. Well, I was gonna make it even harder. I was gonna say three include
1: who are, who are the three
0: Rays All Star selections gonna be, and I would throw Shane McClanahan into the mix. I mean, I'm making it really tough. Oh, with pitchers included? Yeah. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. So my my point is. Do you choose between Randy and Yandi? I have my opinions on that. You yeah, maybe, get and that's, that, that and and a, that's a whole
1: show. other episode. But I do like this little preview that we're yeah. doing here. Um, yeah. No, I like that. Uh, I I also want to well, maybe say just that, drop uh, it in the comments of how many All Stars
0: will the Rays have. Somebody's gonna
1: be yeah, like five, it's like okay. It's not the twenty fifteen, it's not the twenty sixteen uh, All Star game where the Kansas City Royals are just going to run, run away with it. Like it's not gonna happen,
0: people. Or every All Star game with the Red Sox and Yankees where they have like eight selections and they have a guy who's played like eight games going into <laughs> the All Star break exactly. and they make the All Star period. So
1: exactly. Again, we don't have that national um, love. So, uh, it's going to be tough for more than two guys, I would think, to, to right. get the, the call. Yeah. Um, so, if
0: I were you, hey, go start creating fake email addresses, dummy names, this. dummy corporations, do whatever yeah. you can, uh, do kind of a Russian bot scenario and plug in those votes for the race <laughs> players. <laughs>
1: Yeah, talk to Chad GPT. I asked for it uh, to to give you the more efficient uh, way of creating uh, fake emails and and voting for All-Stars. Last thing about May that I want to get to. um, Wednesday was the 16th, again, from Mark Topkin. Wednesday was the 16th of the race last 27 games. Okay, 16th out of the last 27 games decided by one run. Mm. 16 of their last 27 decided by one run. even when they lose, they're right it's there. Fun. Yeah, that's how good they are. I I just want to stress this this team is impeccable on the base paths. The pitching staff, the the, the starting pitching has been incredible. the the hitters have done more than expected and lead in basically almost every category that matters. The bullpen is the flaw. Yeah, I hope it gets better. Um I hope it gets better. I like that the Rays front office is actively looking for ways to improve it. They are using like we said with Evan Kloske. It really looks like just a you guys have job security there in that bullpen. It kind of looks like it's yeah. Beeks, Poche, Adam. And Sarah frankly, Banks I did.
0: mean, before mentioning Jason Adam, he was the beneficiary of a bad call. Full count runners at second and third. Ian Happ up. Ian Happ, who walks yes. 16% of the time. I think he has a decent enough understanding of the strike zone. 100%. And the ump, uh, I, I think, actually... I may or may not have seen uh, Jason Adam hand the umpire a $50 bill before. I'm <laughs> so, um, just saying, I don't know if that all adds up, but
1: Hey, finally um, the Rays get one, you know, and, and yeah. that's going to even out. Uh, but yeah, definitely not a strike. Definitely right. not a strike. And if you want to be a good baseball fan, a good race fan, like there's no reason to be that much of a Homer and say, of course, I will. You know, just admit it again. If you're fl-
0: flip it the other way around, yeah, if tell me if you would be upset. Johnny Diaz at
1: the plate. If it was Wander Franco at the plate, mm-hmm. how would you be feeling about that? Exactly, exactly. So overall, um, basically, my my whole point is, if everything is working beautifully in every category for the Rays and the bullpen is the weak point, they went seventeen and twelve with a very noticeable weak point. Yeah, that's not bad news. That just no. means if they get better, which we hope that it that they will, and history tells you that the rays know how to build a bullpen that works, yes, this is going to get much better. So again, like you said, optimism should should reign and, and chin up, shoulders back. The rays are doing terrific things.
0: And I'm glad you mentioned the one run ball games whether you win or lose you have to be able to handle and adjust to those confines and the difficulty of close games and navigating through that because come the playoffs you're not going to have the luxury of facing the Tigers and beating up on them 12 to 2 or facing the Athletics and beating yeah. them 8 to 1 or facing the Nationals and beating them 7 to 2 you're going to I would expect have a lot of close games or games that are close throughout the course of the nine innings, and you have to be able to uh, either come back from down one or down two or hold that one or two run lead.
1: So and, that's a big factor as well. Especially on the road, Kevin. Yeah. Especially on the road. Like, you have to hold that, right? So if you look at the road record, it's not great right now. It's 14 and 12. I mean – yeah you 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 want to create a little bit more separation of course the separation has been done at, at, at home 26 and 6 that's a ridiculous um uh, record which is awesome but you you would hope that um yeah the the road record gets a little bit better than 14 and 12
0: yeah and again i know that hey the cubs are the cellar dweller in the nl central but this isn't the athletics here they've I think they're a little bit better than their record indicates. I think they actually have a lot of underrated players from Ian Hap to Patrick wisdom. to Nico Horner, to guys like, uh, Suzuki. Yeah. Suzuki. I mean, there's a lot of guys on that roster that don't get talked about or get the attention, not saying they're all all stars, but solid pieces. Like Ian Hap reminds me of Ben Zobrist and like, just never is going to get the love that he deserves or necessitates. But regardless, again, like you mentioned, um, Played so many games, they're dog tired going into that series on the road at Wrigley Field. Day games, it's you know, you're you're not playing in front of uh, four thousand fans like the the Athletics. You're it's what 30 35,000 I mean, it's not an easy road environment.
1: No, no, it is okay. I think we should move on to the mailbag.
0: Yes, uh, let's go
1: to the mailbag from our buddy Vince. Okay, let's do that right now. Hey, Ulysses. Hey, Kev. It's Vince here again. Hope you've had a tremendous month of May. I know I have. Been some pretty impressive performances against some stiff competition. Question about the current state of the lineup. Uh, Love Brandon Lau. We know he's got a lot to offer leading forward, and his power and ability to get hot is undeniable. But considering how streaky he is, is it potentially time to look at shifting the lineup around? I've been kind of pulling for Josh Lowe to be put in the cleanup spot. I just think with his ability to get hits in key situations recently, uh, following up, obviously the big three of Yandy, Wanda, and Randy, just gives us an opportunity to break any game open early. Um, interested to hear what your thoughts are. Thanks, guys. All right, Ulysses, what's your take on this? The Brandon Lau saga continues. Um, he is just such a controversial player, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, for a guy that kind of keeps his head down is and is not um, boasting around in cameras. And again, uh,
0: it's not like he's being paid $30 million a year.
1: He's no. He's got
0: a very, very, very team-friendly deal. What's
1: uh, what's the contract of this year? six? Something like that. I think like,
0: so. Even if he kept up these numbers, like if you extrapolate what he's doing right now, two oh two batting average, six ninety two OPS, whatever it is to be exact, yeah um, over the course of the season, he would still probably outplay that salary in terms of war and in terms of value. Just yeah, based on I, the I think power he would numbers, the defense, the base running and all that, and the clubhouse presence.
1: Yeah, I think he would be. I look, um by the way, first, thank you, Vince, for uh, you know, being an everydayer. We support everydayers on the show. Uh, And thank you for supporting us by listening to us as well. I, first of all, I want to paint the good picture. Bren Lau, this is a guy that has 40 homer potential. When you put that guy in the middle of the lineup, that other team's pitching staff is going to tread lightly. Uh, They might not want to pitch to him. They might not want to give good pitches to him. So they might want to give better pitches to the guy in front of him, a yeah. Randy Rosarena, a Wander Franco, a Harold Ramirez, which means that if those three guys are getting better pitches, then they're going to be better productive hitters. If you look at Wander, if you look at Randy, if you look at Harold Ramirez, well, guess what? They all are, are pretty, are doing pretty well. That's not to say that that's all because of Brandon Lau. No, but it's definitely one of the factors. Um, and so, you have to be very conscious of 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 what he means in that lineup to the people surrounding him. That's number. That's number one. Yes. Number two, if you say that Brendan Lau is is not struggling, you have to go get your eyes checked. <laughs> um, and, and have you well, seen
0: some of the breaking balls and off speed
1: that he's swung at? Uh, and and get some prescription if you if you're saying Brandon Lau is in. Well, boy, I gotta tell you. You you need you need to get a pair of these. Um, because he is. He is struggling those mentally. are the same
0: people that are like, does two plus two really equal four? Because it real it could be five.
1: You know, it, yeah, exactly. Like some flat earther type of, of conspiracy theory. Uh, you know, uh look, 204 average, two ninety-eight on base, four oh seven slug, a seven oh five OPS. That's not Brandon Lau. That's not what we expect from Brandon Lau. So he is definitely underperforming. He is definitely uh, struggling. Uh, Hopefully, things are going to be better. Um, I understand that if you look at his splits, uh, May has been rough. May has been very rough, uh, especially this year uh, in 92 plate appearances. Dude, 173 average, 261 on base, 284 slug. Uh, so May has been particularly rough. I put on Twitter yesterday uh, after that home run in in uh, the friendly confines, he hadn't homered since May 17th in Queens. So it had been a minute since he had gone deep. So he's definitely struggling. To end the whole point, I would not dislike the idea of giving Brendan Lau just the fifth spot the sixth spot like i i don't i don't think that's going to be a det- more of a detriment to his mental state um like of the yeah. ego punch of the ego dent that you can be like wow i'm not a fourth hitter i'm being i'm being put down in lineup for fifth and sixth let me feel bad about myself i think that hit is not as big as the one that he's like Man, I'm really struggling in the fourth spot. Oh man, I'm there again. Oh man, it's gonna be stressful. It's gonna be much, much pressure. I have to get something going today. Like I think that's a bigger pressure. Like yeah. lower the lower the 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 temperature right now to Brandon to to hit in fifth spot, sixth spot, somewhere where he can he doesn't have to be the guy. He doesn't have to put so much pressure on being the guy. I I am I would one hundred percent support that fifth or sixth spot right now for him.
0: What about the old Joe Madden approach of taking a struggling, slumping hitter and placing them in the leadoff spot? Ooh, the whole Matt Joyce, Evan Longoria type uh, old flashback. More at-bats, more pitches, more opportunities to have success and see what you can do with it. I love
1: that approach. I think that's a genius approach. Except for the fact that we have the best leadoff hitter in, and basically, except for yeah. Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, in baseball, in Yandi Diaz. I do not want to take Yandi off leadoff. Oh, yeah. Yandi isn't leading off because he's not playing and there's a righty on the mound? Sure. Put Brendan Lau leading off. That I, w- I would not mind when there's a righty uh, on the mound and Yandi Diaz isn't playing. Sure put Brandon Lowe leading off. Other than that, I don't want to see anybody leading off other than Yandy, Yandi except if he's not playing. Josh Lowe has been doing pretty well though. I like that or Harold Ramirez, that's pretty cool too. Um but yeah, no, I, I don't know if you if you if you agree with with what I, with my thesis of there's less pressure on him if if he goes 5th or 6th rather than just keep pushing the hey, you're the fourth guy. You're our guy.
0: No, I I think that's fair. Although I would, the lower you put him down in the order, the less opportunity that he has to be protected and to protect others. You know, you're sandwiched between, I don't know, Harold Ramirez and Jose Siri or Christian Bethencourt, whatever it is, and compared to Randy Rosarena and Yandy Diaz and and Wander Franco and all those guys. Um, I guess the flip side or the issue I would have is placing Josh Lowe In the cleanup spot because in small sample size, but his worst numbers are in the fourth spot and fifth spot in the order. Everywhere else, he's pretty much raking, whether it's leadoff or eighth or sixth, wherever it may be. And I also wouldn't necessarily want to put that undue pressure on a young player, a rookie, to be that cleanup hitter right away. So I'd be okay with, you know, putting. Brandon Lau lower in the order, but I'm not so sure if I'm ready or
1: would be willing to put Josh Lowe in the cleanup spot if that makes I want I, I think that's a tremendous idea. Uh I so I want to, in the comments right now on YouTube, I want you to put on the comments, not the live chat, on the comment section. I want you to put if you would lower Brandon Lau in the order to fifth or sixth, but I want you if you say yes to that, I want you to tell me who you would put on that fourth spot because Kevin is right. Are you really going to put a uh, a young, almost rookie type player like Josh Lowe with that pressure of like, hey, you're having a great season now? And be if it's, the it's not broken, it, it, if it's not broke, don't fix it
0: with Josh Low. Like, I'd be kind of hesitant to upset the apple cart there. And whatever they're point. doing right now seems to be working. So it's a good point. Baseball players are very superstitious as well.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I like it. So if you're if you're up for moving uh, Brandon Lau in the order, then I gotta then I gotta hear from you who you put in that fourth spot. But be very mindful that young players uh, put to be put in that situation can can be very very tough. Yes.
0: Cool. Um, and speaking on the uh, Joe Madden placing a struggling hitter in the leadoff spot, um, I was just trying to look up uh, the strikeout rates of Longo and Matt Joyce. And uh, yeah, I mean, I know Evan Longoria struck out a lot, but I would have to guess or venture that Brandon Lau has a higher strikeout rate for his career than both those guys just off the top of my head. So that would lead to some hesitancy Mm. there as well, uh, among other reasons. Uh, There's certainly better leadoff candidates, but Just uh, some food for thought there. Um, I I wonder what the analytics team would have to say about that uh, nowadays in this generation. So anyway, great question from Vince. Keep them coming. We love the voice memos. We have other mailbag questions that we'll uh, try to run through and get to. But again, priority on the voice memos 60 seconds or less. Vince Mapstone nailed the assignment, got an A for the assignment. You're accepted into Harvard, Yale. They accept anyone nowadays. So you're good to go. Um, All right. With that, thank you all for listening to the Lockdown Rays podcast. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel as well. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.